Welcome to the TPS 5 for the week of April 29th, 2021. TPS 5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Our lead story this week is from Medical Marketing and Media and is called The Maze Runners, Patient Navigators Go Mainstream. Patient navigators aren't exactly a new phenomenon. First introduced in 1990 to guide cancer patients through the seeming maze of oncology care, the concept of a navigator has surged in popularity in areas as diverse as mental health, fetal medicine, and cardiac rehab. But thanks to a perfect mix of various shifts in healthcare, the rising complexity of the healthcare system, new awareness of treatment disparities, and a more involved digital tools, navigation programs have finally moved into the medical mainstream. In addition to programs engineered by providers, patient navigation experts have stepped up to help patients manage the unmanageable. And in doing so, they've accomplished a challenging task, simultaneously saving money while adding value. While navigator programs may have initially been conceived to assist individuals with poor health literacy, providers and payers have realized that even health professionals themselves are bewildered when they get sick. One recent study from the U.S. Agency for Healthcare and Research Quality found that a mere 12% of adults have the necessary knowledge to navigate the U.S. healthcare system. As a physician in family medicine, I see myself as kind of a patient navigator, says Dr. Todd Thames, Senior Regional Medical Director for Grand Rounds. And instead of finding care that solves the problems, people are met with obstructions and obstacles. Companies such as Grand Rounds were created to simplify that complexity. It's all about helping the member through their journey. Making it more efficient means clinical outcomes are better for patients and for healthcare. Now, while the industry has long been aware of the glaring disparities based on race, income, education, and gender, the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter movement made it impossible to look away. COVID-19 and the continued racial inequity experienced in 2020 forced employers and health plans to reassess their benefits offering and evaluate it through a DE&I and health equity lens, explains Colin Quinn, co-founder and CEO of Included Health, a platform focused on improving care for LGBTQ employees. As a result, we've seen benefits leaders investing heavily in tailored solutions that cater to the unique health needs of underserved member populations, rather than accepting the previous one size-fits-all approach. Now, it's clear that patient navigation becomes increasingly crucial for populations that too often feel disregarded in traditional care settings. Quinn indicated that 40% of included health's LGBTQ members have had a negative healthcare experience, while 35% actively postpone or avoid care today. That percentage is three times greater than the overall U.S. population. Finding culturally competent, affirming providers isn't impossible, but it is exhausting, he continues. Nearly a tenth of Americans identify as LGBTQ+, but lists of queer-friendly providers are out of date or unvetted or woefully underestimate the provider's experience in working with our community. Add to this complexity the myriad of digital health solutions that are now in the market. Until the pandemic, health tech was largely recognized as a disappointment by patients and providers alike. But COVID-19 and last year's CARES Act changed that perception almost overnight, opening doors for virtual care and, in the process, vastly enhancing opportunities for patient navigators. To that point, Grand Rounds announced a merger with Doctor On Demand, a virtual platform in March. With visibility across the care continuum and different platforms, they can provide a more comprehensive experience 
that could lead to better outcomes for patients. But let's not forget the bottom line. There's more and more evidence that patient navigation saves money, making it easier for employers and providers to pony up for new programs. And that neatly complements the broader, more established body of evidence that navigators increase efficiency. Many studies have shown how navigation can make a difference reducing no-shows, hospital readmissions, and non-adherence to treatment plans, says Sharon Gentry, Program Director of the Academy of Oncology and Patient Navigators. And much of the saving stems from streamlining care and decreasing duplication of services, which dramatically impacts the bottom line. While justifying the cost of navigation services is essential, it's more essential that employers recognize just how much people need help managing their care. Research shows that 76% of people feel uncomfortable with their ability to navigate the system. And that's why navigation boosters stress the most important benefit of these services is that they inject the human element into an increasingly dehumanized process. As patients trudge from one specialist and procedure to the next, often over a period of many months, navigators can become the most familiar face in their overall journey. But there are drawbacks. Navigators, patients, providers, and pretty much everyone else involved in the process acknowledge that the growing need for these services represents an admission that modern healthcare is disjointed and dysfunctional. And for many people, navigating the healthcare system is a bit like being in a foreign country and not being able to speak the language. And you can read more of this story in our show notes. And now, other stories from this week. Health Tech Magazine reports how changes in the pandemic are shaping the future of healthcare work. The new era of remote and hybrid workplaces will require technology tools that enable new workflows. But by using software to deliver resources traditionally deployed through on-premises hardware, healthcare teams can now perform important job functions from virtually anywhere. Social Media Today shares that Facebook is launching a new push to boost COVID vaccine messaging within vulnerable communities, looking to use its reach to promote vaccine information to the most impacted, with a specific focus on those that may have limited exposure to accurate vaccine information. Forbes shares how women over 50 are spearheading the COVID vaccine rollout, and they shine a light on women in this age group that have been critical in making the vaccine rollout possible. And lastly, be sure to check out the latest episode of the Morning Fix podcast, using content marketing to drive digital health growth. Jen Butler, Chief Marketing Officer of, at Metasafe, shares how their technology helps people manage and track their daily prescriptions for better health outcomes and gives insight into the company's approach for content marketing across the many audiences they serve, patients, providers, and pharma companies alike. And you can find all of these stories in our show notes. And that's it for this week's TPS 5. If you like the latest in healthcare news in an email format delivered weekly to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to the TPS report, which you can sign up for on the Touchpoint Media website at touchpoint.health. Stay safe, be positive, and have a great week.